Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to a special edition of Well Beyond the Arc. I'm Manoli. And I'm Montana. And in today's episode, episode number to be determined later, uh, we will be talking about the Bleacher Report list that they released a few weeks back on every team's greatest player of all time, each team's GOAT. It's definitely a very interesting list, and Montana and I will go through it team by team, give our takes, and you know, if we agree, we move on. If, if we disagree, we'll definitely give you who we think each team's GOAT is. So a very interesting list. Montana, let's just dive right in, shall we? Absolutely. Let's get into it. We'll start with the Atlanta Hawks. Bleach Report has Dominique Human Highlight Film Wilkins as their GOAT. Montana, how do you feel about that? Do you agree or disagree? Um, so I have no problems with this pick at all. Uh, the Hawks have definitely had some pretty solid players that have gone through their organization. But when we think about iconic players and players that when we think of an organization, they're the first name that comes to mind. Dominique Wilkins is definitely that player for this Hawks team. Human highlight reel, did some insane things. Um, really, really, really consistent player, really good winner obviously the Hawks have not always been a super successful organization during his time with them they've had some of their best years so I have no problem with Dominique Wilkins I think he's 100% deserving of that title yeah I, I don't necessarily have a problem with it I, I will bring up one other name just to for argument's sake and that's Bob Pettit you know who mm -hmm. Bob Pettit is I do yes okay Bob Pettit, uh, you know, second in Hawks history in scoring. He's got over 20,000 points, over 12,000 rebounds, 11-time All-Star, two-time scoring champ, rookie of the year, multiple-time MVP, and has a ring with the Hawks organization. However, I agree. I think Dominique Wilkins is the right pick here. He had more of an impact on the organization. Um, didn't get that championship ring. I, I'm not even sure they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, maybe once while Dominique was with the Atlanta Hawks, but teams, the all-time leading scorer, um, nine-time all-star, seven-time all-NBA, one-time scoring champ, uh, multiple-time slam dunk champ. No problems from with me uh, for Dominique Wilkins being the Atlanta Hawks goat. Bob Pettit would be my other choice, but no problems there. All right. Now it's going to get real interesting real quick because the next team on our list is the Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics has been around since the beginning of time in the NBA, as far as that's concerned. Bleach Report has Larry Bird as the Celtics' goat. How do you feel about that, Montana? Do you agree, or should we put somebody else there? So this would be my first one that I don't agree with. We're getting right into this. Number two, I already don't agree with it. I would put Bill Russell in that spot. Um, obviously, Larry Bird had great success. And, I mean, him and Magic Johnson are viewed as the people who saved the NBA. If we had not seen Magic Johnson and Larry Bird come in when they did, that was a failing league. So Larry Bird definitely was a legend and is a top top 20 all-time player. Some may even put him in their top 10. I'm going to go with Bill Russell Celtics-wise because of the dominance that he had during his career as a Celtic. Obviously, Larry Bird had a good amount of championships as well, but Bill Russell has 11 championship rings. He has play rings as a coach and as a player. Um, what he did for that organization as a coach and as a player, I don't think we'll ever see again. We saw a player dominate 
with with no questions asked his whole career playing for them and then we saw him go and become a coach and did the same exact thing so an 11 time nba champion five time mvp 12 time all-star three time all nba first team eight time all nba second team nba all defensive first team four time rebounding champion and he has plenty of those records that are still standing in the record book so i'm gonna go with bill russell just because i think what he did for the celtics was a little bit more impressive than what Larry Bird did, specifically the amount of time he spent with that organization and what he accomplished in that time. So there was never really a time when Bill Russell was not a winner when he was with the Celtics. So I'm going to go with him. That, that's my that's my take on the Celtics pick. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Larry Bird's a terrible pick, but I, I, I agree. It's not the pick I would make as far as the Celtics goat, if you will. Now, if we're talking about most important players, Larry Bird would be my pick. I mean, arguably, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson are two of the most important players in the history of the NBA. They basically saved the NBA when the NBA was, like, ready to fold. Well, come close to folding it, you know, in the early 80s, early to mid-80s. But I agree. I mean, when you're talking about greatness and GOAT is greatest of all time, it's hard to argue against the guy that's an 11-time champion. Um I think one of the top two rebounders in the history of the NBA, I think second to Chamberlain, all the different accolades that you mentioned, the impact that he had on the game. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I, I would put Bill Russell over Larry Bird, um, but barely, I guess. Others in consideration, John Havlicek and Paul Pierce, although I scratched off Paul Pierce very quickly. Yeah, no. I wouldn't even not, even, not even close. No. Not no, even no, close. Definitely not. <laughs> All right, we move on to the Brooklyn Nets. Now, remember, the Brooklyn Nets, uh, now they're in Brooklyn, but before they were the New Jersey Nets, and before the New Jersey Nets, they were the New York Nets of the ABA. But let's talk strictly, well, just talk even all-time Nets, and we'll even include the ABA in this case. So Bleacher Report has Dr. J. Julius Irving as their GOAT. Agree or disagree? I'm going to go with disagree. Um, I'm going to throw a little bit, I don't know if I'd say a wrench, because I think some people would definitely have this player as their all-time as well. But I'm going to go with Jason Kidd. You know, he led the Nets to two NBA Finals and was named NBA All-First Team as a Net. That's not something a lot of Nets players can say they've done. When we think about the Nets, they've been more unsuccessful than successful in their time. But with Jason Kidd, when Jason Kidd was on that Nets team, he really set the pace and he really led them. Obviously, um... Bleacher Report's pick, I'm not 100% against it. I can see how that would be. Uh, Julius Irving would be second all-time, and then right behind him would be Buck Williams to me. But I'm going to go with Jason Kidd because he was a really fun player to watch for the Nets, and he also helped lead them to some success that they had not seen and then did not see once he left again for a while as well. So I'm going to go with Jason Kidd just because leading that organization to where he led them is a pretty impressive feat um, for who that organization was when he did it. So yeah, my pick is Jason Kidd with Irving right behind him. Okay. I, I wrote down three names for the Nets, and I think you mentioned all three. Buck Williams, uh, more so for longevity, uh, being a defensive force and, and rebounder. Uh, Jason Kidd as well, and Dr. J. Julius Irving. Kid, seven years of the organization, like you said, led him to two NBA finals. The Nets were toiling in mediocrity before Kid was traded to the Nets for Stephon Marbury uh, back before, I think it was the 2002-2003 season. Um, instantly turned that team into a contender. Um, 
MVP finalist, didn't quite get the MVP uh, in seven seasons there. I went back and forth on this, but I'm leaning towards Dr. J. And yes, it was the ABA days, but a lot of those ABA teams, there's four ABA teams that are still in the NBA today. Heck of an impact. His jersey's retired by the Nets organization. Won the only two Nets titles in history. Yes, they're still ABA, but it's hard for me to argue, even though he was only with the organization for three years, a two-time scoring champion, two-time ABA champion, three-time ABA All-Star. I'm leaning towards Dr. J. Yeah, I mean, I'm not mad. I think for me, each one of those players that we have talked about brings a different thing to that organization. Um, Personally, Jason Kidd had the edge for me because, like you had said, I mean, they were a very mediocre, mediocre, like very, you know, full of mediocrity, full of unsuccessful season. Jason Kidd kind of helped shape them into a more successful team. So, Honestly, Dr. J is up there too. He he had his own accolades and his own success with the Nets, arguably more than what Jason Kidd had. But to me, Jason Kidd wins that just because where that organization was and where he took them to me is a larger feat. But definitely all three of those players we mentioned are definitely deserving to be in that talk for the GOAT for that team. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll take a cliff, uh, flip of the coin that way. But uh, Julius Irving, not an egregious pick. Jason Kidd, we both had on our lists. Uh, well, let's move on. Definitely. We have up is the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, Bleach Report had Kemba Walker uh, as the Charlotte Hornets goat. Number of interesting players have played for the Charlotte Hornets. And don't forget, Charlotte moved from New Orleans. But how we're considering this is any player that played for the team while they were in Charlotte. So I think that's how Bleacher Report did this as well. So... Montana, you agree with Kemba Walker, or do you have somebody else on in mind? So if we're looking at just when they were in Charlotte, I am going to say Kemba Walker. Um, you know, this team has had some slight success. Um, the, the only thing that makes this difficult, even, when, even during Kemba Walker's great years, that team was not succeeding that much in the actual NBA no. as a whole. So it's really hard for me to look at a player like Kemba Walker Definitely a talented player. Hoping to see him on another team in, in this next season, having some more success than he's had. But there were plenty of seasons where it didn't matter if Kevin Walker was putting up big numbers. That team was still either below 500 or just right at hovering at 500. Sure, yeah. Most of his career there, they were they were pretty much right below or hovering. So I'm gonna go with Kemba Walker. But I'm going to say I think the future of the Hornets team, it definitely will not be Kemba Walker when it's all said sure. and done. I feel like this net this um, Hornets team is starting to progress um, down that path of young and up-and-coming up, up NBA teams. So I think Kemba Walker, yes, um, stats-wise and also accolades-wise for what he did, I definitely see him being that player. But I think that won't last. I think that soon we'll see a player that actually maybe a lot maybe a lamello ball type of player that is actually playing and putting up the stats but also helping win games so i agree with kemba walker for the current um hornets like all time but overall i think that will actually quickly change sure no i think as we go on this list we're going to see some names and again this is up until today there is going to be some names that if we do this list again in even two to three years, it mm-hmm. might change five years, 10 years, definitely will change. So 
Yeah, I'm with you. The Charlotte Hornets have not had a lot of success. In fact, I don't think they've made it to the conference finals while in Charlotte. I know they made it once while in New Orleans with uh, Chris Paul and David West. They lost uh, to Kobe and the Lakers in the late uh, 2000s. But I agree with Kemba Walker, uh, team's all-time leading scorer, three-time All-Star. Some interesting names that have passed through Charlotte, Larry Johnson, Lonzo Mourning, Glenn Rice, Del Curry, I, I believe is even the second leading scorer in Charlotte Hornets history, if you forget. By the way, Del Curry just happens to be the father of Steph Curry. But anyway, I think we both agree with Kemba Walker. Uh, no issues there. Next up is my beloved Chicago Bulls. Bleacher Report, not Scottie Pippen, but Bleacher Report has Michael Jordan as, as their team's GOAT. Any issues? No issues. I will say there's plenty of legendary players that have played for that organization and played with Jordan that can be in the conversation. But when we talk about Jack Haley. of all time, there's no one that is close enough to beating out Jordan. No. I mean, Jordan did amazing things on that Bulls team. You know, obviously he had that short stint afterwards with the Wizards, but I mean, that wasn't really, you know, when we think about Michael Jordan, we think about the Chicago Bulls. When we think about the Chicago Bulls, we think about Michael Jordan. So, sure. I mean, it's a match made in heaven. He is definitely solidified himself as that goat for that team and i don't think it'll ever change i don't think anyone will ever knock him off of being in that position because i don't think we'll ever see an nba player that takes a team to six championships and wins six championships again so michael jordan by far but i mean scotty pippen dennis rodman you know there, there's plenty of players that helped contribute to that legendary run and have put up legendary numbers and years with them but pound for pound jordan and it's not that close. It's close enough, but it's not that close. He's he's solidified himself for sure in my mind. Yeah, uh, again, not to take too many shots at the guy, but if you ask Scottie Pippen, it's Scottie Pippen. But my analysis is it's there's Michael Jordan and there's everybody else, and yeah. I don't think it's even close. It, yeah, I think that's I a, that's a pretty that's a pretty easy one. Yeah, absolutely. All right, another one that I think might be easier is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Bleacher Report has LeBron James as that team's GOAT. Any issue with LeBron, or do we have a, a Brad Doherty sighting, a Hot Rod Williams, Larry Nance? Um, I say no. Like, once again, obviously LeBron did not bring that team six championships, but bringing that team just one championship and all those finals appearances is still a pretty legendary feat. In um, Cleveland, of all places. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And some of those teams he was taking to the fl the finals, let alone just the playoffs, were not playoff teams without him on them. So I would say LeBron James's impact in Cleveland was one of the most legendary impacts in sports history. What he did for that organization in the amount of time he was there was incredibly impressive. And Michael Jordan, there was nobody close. Well, LeBron, there's no one we're even farther away from anyone being close because Cleveland, I mean, yes, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, Larry Nance, we've had all these players, but when we think about players who got it done and also were every single season competing for a championship, even if he didn't get it, that was LeBron. So LeBron yeah. by far, no problems there. He will, yeah. he will forever be that Cavs best player of all time. Sure. Same like Jordan will probably be the best Bulls player of all time. Unchanging. Yeah, somewhere the Zydrunas Ilgowskis fan club is is shedding a couple of tears, but no, it's it's LeBron. Yeah. It, it just it just like just like for Jordan, it's LeBron and everybody else. Mm -hmm. So, Absolutely. Bleach Report, I think, got it right. 
All right, next one that I think may be very easy, but you might have uh, some qualms with. Dallas Mavericks. Dallas, excuse me, Bleacher Report has Dirk Nowitzki as the Dallas Mavericks all-time, well, their GOAT, basically. Montana, any, another name in mind, or are you good with Dirk? I'm great with Dirk. Like, like we kind of talked about last time, the impact that last episode, the impact Dirk had in Dallas was insane. When that team was starting to wind things down his last few seasons, people were showing up and going insane just to see the guy play. They didn't care yep. what the score was. The, the, the math could be down by 20 points. If Dirk was on the court, everyone was losing their mind. The impact he had was crazy. And his championship with the, with the Mavs in 2011 arguably is one of the best championships of all time in pro sports. That was sure. one of the hardest paths to a championship. I mean, we saw them beat out Kobe. You know, we saw him beat out a LeBron-led Mavs, t- or excuse me, Heat team. So, I mean, he went against every single team that people thought were had a better shot than the Mavs, and he beat all of them. So, sure. you know, I, I think that his impact and then his dedication, he stayed with that Mavs team his whole career. Every single accolade Dirk got is going to be connected with the, with the Mavs. So there's no... There's no one else that comes close, in my opinion. Obviously, there's a lot of great players. Luca may be in the conversation within the next few years. Um, maybe not the next few years. Maybe in the next like five to eight years, I can see Luca being in the conversation. Especially if they've won a championship or they've made a run or he's made some great strides with accolades or MVP awards. So as of now, it's Dirk, but I think that could also change, especially with Luka Doncic um, as he ages in the league. Yeah, I mean, I think for for Luka to overtake Dirk later on, he's got to get a ring. It, oh, yeah. It's Dirk Nowitzki. I mean, it's the last couple won't have been boring to argue, but I mean, it, it's Dirk Nowitzki. He mm-hmm. thirty plus thousand points, ten plus thousand rebounds, franchise's all time leader in three point field goals and a bunch of other different categories. He was the driving force that led him to that twenty eleven NBA championship against the Heat, one that no one had Dallas winning. Everybody had the Heatles beating them soundly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Dirk came through. Uh, he uh, it was a clutch layup, I believe, in game two. Um, some some clutch buckets all the way around the series. A finals MVP, regular season MVP. Uh, the only two finals appearance in, in Dallas Mavericks history came with Dirk Nowitzki in uniform. It's Dirk. That's, that's pretty easy. All right. Now this one might get a little interesting. Denver Nuggets. Bleach Report has Nikola Jokic as Denver's GOAT. Montana, is it Jokic for you, or do you have anybody else in mind? So I do have Jokic. This was one that was a little bit tricky for me. I was kind of going back and forth. When we when we came up and decided to do this episode idea, I really spent time on this pick because I truly think Jokic is going to be the Nuggets leader in almost every single stat line when he retires. I see Jokic staying with the Nuggets until the end of his career. That is a really rarity nowadays. We don't really see players doing that. You know, the league has changed. The stipulations have changed. I, a lot of players will not stay with one team their whole career. I do think that Jokic will stay with this team the whole, his whole career. I think he's going to finish his career as a Nugget. So for what he's already done and what I still think he can do, I definitely think that he is the greatest player of all time for that organization. He has led them quite a bit farther than some other legendary players for that Nuggets team has. I mean, if I 
remember correctly, he led them up to the uh, Western Conference Finals just back in the bubble. Obviously, they lost to the Lakers, but he led them the farthest they've been in a long time. So I think Jokic brings a really, really wide array of skills. Obviously, we see him out there. He does a little bit of everything. You know, he really runs the floor really well. And not only can he be a threat inside, but he can kick the ball out. He can run the floor. I mean, he is... Pound for pound, one of the most talented big men we have ever seen. Everything yeah. he does is just magical. So yeah, I have him. I have him up there. Obviously, Carmelo Anthony, uh, Dikembe Mutombo. We definitely have players that could be in the conversation. But for impact on the organization and also continued impact, I think that it, it is him for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm going to I'm going to disagree. I think when it's all said and done it will be Jokic, but up until today uh I'm going to go a different route. I, I wrote down f- uh five names actually for the Denver Nuggets. Jokic was one of them. Dikembe Mutombo was another one. Um although he won more of his defensive player of the year awards after he left Denver. So I quickly scratch that out. Carmelo Anthony, um great offensive player obviously for the Denver Nuggets, led them to one conference finals against where they lost to it stopped me if you heard this before, Kobe and the Lakers. Um, another one is David Thompson, uh, player from the 70s, four-time All-Star, Rookie of the Year, two-time All-Star MVP, uh, one of their franchise's top scorers of all time. But that's not who I went with. Dan Issel, 10 seasons with the Nuggets, um, both in the uh, combined NBA and ABA, 16,000-plus points, two, time, two All-Star game appearances. But for me... As of today, I have Alex English as the Denver Nuggets GOAT. Uh, again, eventually it's going to be Jokic, but for right now, I have Alex in- English, 21,645 points, excuse me, eight-time All-Star, uh, 1983 scoring champ. I uh, had some of the, the those run-and-gun teams, and he was a, that leading scorer for that team. So it's Alex English for me, barely, um, but I do agree when it's said and done, it's going to be Nikola Jokic. So... That's one that uh, we can go back and forth on, but we got 20-some other teams to cover, and we can move on. Detroit Pistons is next. This one may be easy. This one might be a little controversial, but Bleacher Report has Isaiah Thomas as Detroit's GOAT. Montana, is it Isaiah Thomas for you, or we have who else could be on that list? So this, this, this will definitely be a pick that may... People might not agree with this one. I'm going to go with Dennis Rodman. Um, wow. And, and again, this was one that I also had to think through. Obviously, we've seen Ben Wallace. Isaiah Thomas, as you mentioned, was the one that they picked. Um, the reason, you know, Chauncey Billups, all these players, Joe Dumars, so many legendary players. The reason I give this to Dennis Rodman is I don't think that that bad boys team wins those championships without his impact. What he was doing on the court for that team made all the difference in plenty of games specifically come playoff time so you know he was that menace on the court who was getting every single ball no matter if it was going out of bounds if it was going it didn't matter he was going to run after that ball jump for it and there's so many like really awesome pictures and snapshots of him doing that exact thing jumping out of bounds trying to save the ball doing these crazy jumps these so for impact on the court and for what he did and what he offered, like brought that team, I'm going to give it to Dennis Rodman. Um, now, accolades-wise, 
Isaiah Thomas obviously spent his whole career with that team. So, you know, he is leading for points. He is leading for assists. Isaiah Thomas statistically would be considered the GOAT. But I'm going to take a step outside of the box and look at this non-statistic-wise and just um, what they brought to the team-wise. And I'm going to give it to Dennis Rodman because, again, I don't think they're winning those championships or having that success without him being on the court really saving a lot of plays and giving them a lot of second chance points and also stopping a lot of the other team's second chance points. So I'm going to give it to Rodman, but again, Ben Wallace, Joe Dumars, there's so many other players that have played for that franchise that you could put in there. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest, Montana. I was not expecting you to say Dennis Rodman for the, for the Detroit Pistons <laughs> goat. I don't think many others would look. I, I, I agree that Dennis Rodman key cog for the Pistons, bad boys, um, they didn't win a championship until he got there, but you can say that for another co- uh, couple of guys on that those bad boys teams. Sure. Um, there's you know, some of those guys from the the mid 2000s Pistons. You have a Rip Hamilton, Chauncey Billups, Ben Wallace. Um, those guys didn't win a ring until Rasheed Wallace got there. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Isaiah Thomas. I'm going to agree with Bleach Report on this one. Um, you know, he's he's the all time Pistons leader in a bunch of different categories. Has two rings. Uh, and the Pistons were toying in lower than mediocrity before he got there. He was that first piece, along with Bill Lane Beer, that and, and Vinnie Johnson, that when they got to Detroit, really started to turn that Pistons franchise around into a playoff team. And then they can they continued to to build and add pieces, whether that be a Joe Dumars, whether that be a Dennis Rodman, a John Sally, guys like that. So for me, uh, it's going to be Isaiah Thomas. All right. So, so far, doing it just to check, we disagree with Bleacher Report on, we'll call four because there's a couple that you and I don't disagree with. But so far, the Rodman one is definitely the biggest surprise in my book. But let's, let's go on. Let's move on. Yeah, the definitely. next one is the Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors, they are going to be counting the San Francisco Warriors and the Phil, I believe the Philadelphia Warriors all in the same franchise here. So, Bleacher Report has Stephen Curry as the team's GOAT. I'll be honest, when I first looked at that, I was like, wait, what? But let's see what you have to say about that Bleacher Report pick, Montana. So I'm going to agree with that pick. Uh, I can see plenty of other players being up there. Um, A player that is right there on my list would be Will Chamberlain. Obviously, he would have been back before – way before Curry's time, way before there were ever any, you know, dub nation type of type of vibes. But he was a legendary player who put up some of his best years of his career with the Warriors team. The reason I'm going to give it to, to Curry is because when we think about the face of, an, of a franchise, Stephen Curry is the face of that franchise. Even when Kevin Durant was there, arguably someone that might be on some other people's list. He's not on my like top five list. I'm not going to lie. I don't have Kevin Durant on that top five list. Some people would look at him as that top five greatest player of all time there. But the thing is, even when they had Kevin Durant, the face of that organization was still Curry. The things that he does on the court, some of those crazy logo shots that he shoots, just those are some of the most iconic moments in NBA history. And it also doesn't hurt that he has more than one NBA championship for that team. He is the all-time leading three-point scorer. He, he, he made it there pretty quickly, too. He is 
by far the greatest scorer, greatest three-point shooter of all time. And he, the impact he has had on that, those Warriors teams, even last season when they were not viewed as a team that was really that big of a deal or anything to really be worried about. He, Curry would go out there and he would just destroy other teams, even with very not super successful you know, cast of characters around him. He would still go out there and put up monster numbers. So through the good years and the bad years, Curry, I think, has definitely consistently been that guy. So I feel okay with this pick, but then right behind him for me is Will Chamberlain. Yeah, I was expecting me to go with Chamberlain, but when I looked at the stats... I didn't realize that there was that much of a split between Chamberlain's time as a Philadelphia slash San Francisco warrior versus the Philadelphia 76ers versus the Lakers. I know his time with the Lakers wasn't, wasn't uh, that long, only just a, a couple of years, but I'm going to agree as well. Stephen Curry, two-time MVP, three-time champion. Warriors won a championship before Durant with the, the Splash Brothers of Curry and, and Clay Thompson. He is the all-time leading scorer in Warriors history. I think that happened uh, either last year or this year. I, forgot. I think it was last year at some point. Um, impact on that franchise. I mean, that franchise was toiling in mediocrity before he got there as well. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Curry and uh, agree with both you and Bleach Report. So, well done all the way around. All right, next team, Houston Rockets. Bleach Report has Hakeem the Dream Elijah Wan as its GOAT. I think that one's pretty simple. Uh, Montana, any disagreements with – Elijah Wan. No, I would say he, again, just like when we think about faces of franchises, just like we think of LeBron and Michael Jordan for their respective franchises, we think of the Houston Rockets, we think of him. Um, I have seen several people say statistically it should be Harden. Well, it doesn't, it's not always just stats. You know, we've seen how, how are you winning games? How are you finishing seasons? Hakeem is a multi is a champion for Houston. Yes, he is. James Two times. How many championships no. does James Harden have with the Rockets? It, 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 as many as you and I combined, Montana. Exactly. So it's not even close. Hakeem and that dream shake. Good luck stopping that. So Hakeem, <laughs> by far one of the most exciting players to ever lace him up. And that, that Rockets team was super fun to watch when they had him. Obviously, I was not around personally, but I've seen plenty of – games on youtube and highlights to know that he was the real oh, deal trust me trust me the when, when jordan retired in 93 and those for those two years um elijah Wan was dominant he was the best player in the league 93 94 mvp multiple defensive player of the year award uh multi-time all-star i didn't even bother writing down another name yeah, Hakeem Olajuwon, all-time leader in blocks played every year in his nba career except one with houston it's Akeem, and there's everybody else, just like we've said for a couple other ones. So that one's pretty simple. Another team who I think this is going to be a simple choice is the Indiana Pacers. Bleach Report has Reggie Miller as the GOAT of the Indiana Pacers. I'll be honest, I didn't write down another name, Montana. How about you? Me neither. Uh, Reggie Miller by far, he just – his impact on that team, and that was in the, when, in the 90s and early 2000s. It was a dogfight. That the Eastern, especially the '90s, the East was just crazy scary. And we had teams like the Knicks, we had teams like the Bulls, we had teams like the Pacers, and and Reggie Miller helped make some of the most like legendary teams ever. I personally think uh, Malice in the Palace doesn't happen. That that seventy that uh, Pacers team wins a championship that season. I completely agree with you. 
hundred percent agree. Malice in the palace doesn't happen. Pacers take it that year. Yeah. I, I didn't write, like I said, I didn't write down anybody else. It's Reggie Miller, former NBA all time, three point leader. Um, you know, he had chances to leave, didn't leave, spent his whole 18 year career in, in Indian, Indianapolis, mid-market team. And he's a, he's a legend. He's the, he's the guy for the Pacers. So couldn't agree more with Bleacher Report. All right. We move on to one of the, how can I put this? Less decorated franchises in NBA history, uh, but they've been good in recent years. And that's the Los Angeles Clippers. Los Angeles Clippers, uh, the GOAT listed by Bleacher Report is Chris Paul, CP3. Um, I wrote down a couple of names, but I'm just curious about what your thoughts are, Montana, on the Clippers' GOAT. Um, I'm going to go with – I'm going to stick with Chris Paul. He is a player that, in my personal opinion, could be on this GOAT conversation for several of the teams he's played with. Sure. Um, he has just hit impact on every single team he's played for has been very, very noticeable. I mean, when we saw him go to that Oklahoma team and make them into a playoff team in his first and only season there, <laughs> that just shows what kind of impact that guy has. So sure. I'm going to give it to him because he was always helping lead the Clippers to a lot of success, specifically in the regular season. Never really got it done in the postseason, but still, I mean, that wasn't all his fault either. We he, there were plenty of other factors in in that in that. So I'm gonna stick with with Bleacher Report's pick and keep Chris Paul up there for sure. Yeah, me too. I mean, look, I think we can count the number of playoff appearances the Clippers had before Chris Paul showed up in L.A. Right? Um, probably one of the worst franchises, um, you know, run by Daniel or Daniel Donald Sterling. Um, if the Clippers even came close to 500, that was that was news. If they made the playoffs, it was huge news. But no, I agree. Even though he spent just six years of his career, I think that's you know a third of his career or you know 40% of his career. Five-time All-Star, definitely made an impact on that team. Uh, came close to getting to a Finals. Um, yeah, it's CP3 for me as well. All right, next up is your beloved Los Angeles Lakers. I'm sure there's going to be some debate with this one. We might end up with the same name, but there's a few names that can go on this list. But Bleacher Report has Kobe Bryant as the Lakers' goat. Uh, Montana, do you agree with Kobe's choice? And if not, who are some of the other names that you might consider? So I'm going to go with Magic Johnson. Um, Kobe Bryant is second for me. Um, it's, it's, it's very close. The Lakers are an organization that have had so many players that could make an argument for being the goat of the franchise. But Magic Johnson, first of all, he's like we talked about already with Larry Bird. They kind of saved this this fran- this organization. Not well, they saved the entire NBA. They saved the organization. Sure. They saved the entire NBA. Um, they were the NBA was failing miserably, and then we had those two players join their respective teams, and then that kind of flip flopped, and then the NBA was the thing to watch. It was exciting. It was great. It was fast paced. Magic Johnson, five-time NBA champion, three-time Finals MVP, three-time regular season MVP, 12 times All-Star, two-time All-Star game MVP. I could go on and on with accolades for Magic Johnson. Kobe Bryant obviously has been had a very successful career as well, matched uh, Magic with five championships. But I'm going to give it to Magic because Magic was winning these championships pretty consistently. Kobe won these throughout about 20 years. Magic won these a lot more close together, and it was more of a dynasty. Obviously, Kobe had a dynasty with Shaq, but 
Magic Johnson and those Lakers ran the 80s. So I'm going to go with Magic Johnson. But, it, I mean, Kobe Bryant, Jerry West, there's all these players that are up there statistically and, and worth what they did for the organization. But I'm going to I'm gonna flip-flop and go from Kobe Bryant to Magic. Okay. I, I wrote down, I mean, granted, the Lakers have been around just as long as the Celtics pretty much. A lot of guys that have played uh, in a Lakers uniform are legendary and Hall of Famers, right? Um Elgin Baylor, Jerry West, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant. Those are all names I wrote down. Jerry West, the logo, if we were having this conversation 20 years ago, it'd be or 30 years ago, I should say, uh, very well could be Jerry West. So scratched him off the list. I thought he was a better player than Elgin Baylor. Scratched Elgin Baylor off the list. Shaq didn't spend as much time in L.A. as he did for – as. Kobe, Magic, and Kareem scratched him off the list. So now we're down to three. Kareem and Magic won five titles together in the 80s. Kareem spent 15 of his 20 seasons in L.A. Um, you know, I think that they were a great duo. Magic Johnson, obviously, if we're talking about just sheer impact, I would say it would be Magic Johnson, like you said. And we talked about before, him and Larry Bird basically saved the NBA in the 80s, part of the dream team, etc. I'm going to stick with Bleacher Report's pick of Kobe Bryant. So you mentioned Magic Johnson winning five championships in the 80s, and five, basically five titles in, what was it, eight years, and mm-hmm. making another finals in that. And that, you know, he was making the NBA finals more consistently. Kobe Bryant won five championships in about a 10, 11 year period. So he's not too far off. And the Lakers made the finals a couple other times as well. To me, I put Kobe Bryant up there. Longer and longer time with the franchise. Franchise is all-time leading scorer. So when you have the same number of championships, I think Magic has one Finals MVP on him, a couple MVPs on him. But overall impact, 20 seasons with that franchise, barely. But I put Kobe Bryant over over Magic Johnson. And yeah, I mean, like we already mentioned, there's plenty of players to choose from. Some of these organizations, sure. like Celtics and Lakers specifically, we could have a full team of players that could probably be oh, yeah. the GOAT. So it, it's those teams is a little bit closer in, in where we're at. Absolutely. Uh, Magic for me was just a little more impactful also for just the culture of the Lakers team. I think that this list goes beyond just accolades. And I think some of the picks, I mean, obviously, you know, I said Dennis Rodman going back to the, the, the Pistons pick and that was taking accolades away and just looking at the impact on the organization in other ways, not just accolades. So that's kind of, you know, this pick for me with Magic Johnson, the impact he had on the culture of this Lakers team and just the consistency. And and if, if I'm being honest, I don't think the Lakers had a winning DNA in their organization until Magic and Kareem because they had success with Elgin Baylor, Jerry West, Will Chamberlain. But actually, like, the success of being that team on top and that expectation, I think that was set when Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul- Yeah, I, I, think, I think the Lakers had one championship yeah. in L.A. with Jerry West and Baylor, made it to the finals a bunch of different times and consistently were getting beat by the Boston Celtics. But, yeah, I think Magic and Kareem got him back for that. So mm-hmm, Definitely. All right. Um, that takes us to the halfway point, and that's uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Bleach Report has Zach Randolph. Uh, Grizzlies haven't been in the league too long, since 1995 in Memphis since 2002. Any issues with Zach Randolph or any any other names on your list that you'd replace him with? 
So this is another organization that has not had a lot of success as an organization. Um, but I would say some of the most fun years to watch this organization was with Zach Randolph. So I have no issues with that. He was a great member of the community in Memphis. He did a lot of, a lot of stuff there. He still has a lot of organizations and does a lot of work there. So his impact on just the community outside of basketball was huge. So for what he did on the court, giving them some really tough defensive teams and also what he did outside of the court in Memphis, I'm going to give it to him. No problems. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, there's some other guys on the, on the list that I wrote down. I wrote down both Gasol brothers, Pau Gasol, Marcus Gasol, wrote down Mike Conley, and wrote down uh, Zach Randolph. I, I had a hard time going back and forth between these four guys. Conley, 12 seasons, Marcus Gasol, 11 seasons, Pau, eight se- I'm sorry, Pau, seven seasons, Zach Randolph, eight seasons. I mean, for him, for here, it's it's splitting hairs. I don't have an issue with Zach Randolph, but I also wouldn't have had an issue if they would have picked Marcus Gasol or um, uh, Mike Conley. So I'm completely okay with the uh, with the Zach Randolph pick. But when it's all said and done, um, you know, it could very well could be John Morant. So that's going to be one of those conversations that um, you know, five years from now, we might have a completely different player. So we'll see what happens. All right. Well, that will do it for part one of our of our two part series. Uh, we want to make sure we get through all the teams and get you guys our, our analysis on all these picks. Make sure you guys uh, check out part two where we go through the Milwaukee Bucks through the Washington Wizards. Uh, and until then, uh, Bleacher Report, we'll be keeping an eye on you. All right. Take care, everybody.